Join us this week for a Shed Dog Nationals recap, which will include participant interviews. You're not going to want to miss this one. You're listening to the UKC Hunting Ops Podcast, celebrating hunting dog heritage, competition, and community. United Kennel Club has been the hunting dog sports home for coonhounds, beagles, retrievers, pointers, cur feist, and more for over 125 years. This podcast is fueled by Yukonuba, the official performance dog nutrition partner of UKC. Hey, I'm Todd Kellen from United Kennel Club, and we're here today to talk about all our Shed Dog Nationals, which just, just wrapped up this past weekend. Actually, we had two events, two major events this last weekend. Um, we had uh, Vice Nationals and the Shed Nationals, both going on at the same time. So we will do uh, Shed Dog Nationals first, and then on the following episode of the podcast, you'll be able to catch up on all the details from the Vice uh, Squirrel Dog National. So with that, it's going to be a good show. At the end of the show, you're going to want to stick with us to the very end because we have participant interviews. That's always fun to hear from the different people that placed uh, or were award winners or in the Elite Awards or placed in the actual event. So stay tuned for that. I thought we'd go over just a few items before we get into that. I did want to say you know, from my perspective, this was our fourth nationals for shed dogs, and I I strongly feel it was our best one ever. Which, in saying that, you would expect that, right? I mean, if you're learning anything from your previous events and trying to improve each year, that should be the case. It certainly was the case. I thought the UKC team did a great job this weekend. Very proud of all of them. And it reflected in the event. It was it was a, a great event start to finish. We talked on the last episode about our entries being up slightly. Uh, and that was without some of our regulars there that, that would have typically brought in a lot of dogs just for scheduling reasons. Didn't work out this year. We missed people like Scott Kukenbecker and the McBrides and many others. So, you know, to have our entry up while still missing some major Major players was good. I think the key component there is we had a lot of new participants this year. Always glad to see that. That's your growth of your program. I got to talk to many of them. Every single one I talked to was very complimentary about the event, how much fun they had, how smooth the event ran. So that that makes you feel good and was nice to meet some new people, make some new friends. I really enjoyed that about the event this year. Uh, so We'll start with setup. We got lucky on setup and teardown days. Those of you that put on shed dog events, you know how much effort it takes to flag all the courses, lay everything out, get set up. We had good weather for setup and teardown, and that was huh, that helps a lot always. This year we did have two new courses. When we get down there, we never know what we have to work with uh, because of what the rotations are in the fields. Uh, so everything changes slightly. When we got down there, we, we learned that we had some good options for fields this year, field courses. Dominic and I were able to set up the courses that we had used last year that were still going to work. And that went, that went well. Some of those courses were shifted a little bit. Some participants might have saw from previous years, and that was due to some timber being down in the woods. Uh, but we got four courses set up on Wednesday, and that was Dominic and I, and it went well. But for the two new courses, I was really looking forward to some input from some of our judges and more experienced guys. And I want to thank Will Heckert, Norm Henderson, and Jeff Rada for coming in early and helping us determine what our best options were for those two additional courses. And then having their help made that day go faster also. Um, while we're on the topic of weather, huh, I think we dodged a bullet. That's all I could do is watch the phone and, you know, by all reports, uh, Friday was going to be a 100% washout. We even discussed what to do if we had to make some changes and, and weren't able to run dogs. Saturday was predicted high winds, gusts, high wind gusts. So that weighs heavily on your mind when you got that many dogs to run. But man, 
we got lucky. I've seen a few people since comment on the fact that we had every kind of weather to deal with, and that is pretty much true, but we were able to run dogs the whole time. It really wasn't a washout Friday. It was misty, light rain maybe at times. Saturday, it was breezy. It wasn't gusty. Um, we we just got so lucky, and that's something you can't can't plan for it. You just be thankful when you get it. Uh, one of our new one of our new things this year was a bitch check, and that's just to keep things fair for everybody. That went so well. I was I was predicting. I didn't know how that was going to go. It all depends on how organized our your participants are. Everybody was great. They were there right on time. Bitch check went fast. Yes, we agree. It's not an exact science. We do the best we can. Give everybody a fair shot. I thought that was a good change this year. This year, it went very well. One of the other things about this year that comes to mind for me is the lack of questions and complaints. And I firmly believe that is based on the experience of our judging crew. Those guys did a great job. Jeff Stingle, this was his fourth assignment at the Nationals. Darcy Greiger, she's had multiple Judge of the Year nominations. Norm Henderson, Will Heckert, both previous ambassadors in our sport. Jeff Rada, our new ambassador of the year, also with previously previous Judge of the Year nominations. And Lee Doyle, this was Lee's second assignment. Uh, he was the youngest and most fit, so he got the most difficult course of the weekend. <laughs> but he handled it great. I, I think it's our. I think the lack of questions and, and problems just is reflected by that judging crew. That was it. Was couldn't have been better. Also, on the as far as crew, our shed planner crew, and every judge will um, second me on this. This was our best shed planting crew we've ever worked with. It was the Cesar Sportsman's Club. They have a youth program there. That's not a big school. It's maybe 80 kids per class, I think, in their high school. They have 57 kids in their youth program. So we had eight, eight different kids each morning. They picked up on things fast. They were hard workers. By far the best shed planting crew we've ever worked with. One of the things that adds a lot to the Shed Nationals in my opinion, is the Youth Scholarship Raffle. It's an extra activity that, that, that starts when, um, you know, from the first morning it's all set up, all the, all the raffle items, and it really adds a lot. So thanks to Amy Kuchenbecker, Rusty Henderson, Jen Meadows, Aaron Lewis, Amanda Doyle. I know there's other people involved in that. Thanks to the clubs. I couldn't believe the amount of support they had from clubs as far as donations and baskets. It's really, really cool to see. In the end, uh, I know they set a new record amount that they brought in, which was, I think, about $8,500. It goes to such a great cause. Part of the fun of that was a bidding war at the banquet between Jason and Lindsay and Ryan and Tisha on that handmade quilt, and that was fun for everybody. And congratulations to Jason and Lindsay for winning that and all that they did for the sport in doing so. Uh, yeah, the Elite Awards presentation, that was at the banquet. That was excellent. Uh, many thanks to Bone Clone, uh, Scott Kuchenbecker, Amanda Doyle. Thank you for your support. Uh, it's it's the one of the premier things at the banquet that we do. It was so well received. Congratulations to all this year's winners. Yeah, one of our other new things this year was the one round per day that we did instead of running two rounds on Saturday. What a huge improvement that was. I think that was the best, best change to this season. You know, because we, we had some difficult conditions as far as mud and a little bit damp on Friday. And when we were done with that first round, which, which was pretty early, I'm going to say 1 o'clock-ish, there's no way any of us were ready to turn around and do a whole nother round two. So... It was nice at the end of the day to catch your breath, hang out, talk to people. It gave, it gave other, other people time to go see some local sites or go shopping. Yes, it's one more day off of work or one more day off of school for the kids, but everybody that I talked to loved that change, as did I. Uh, so, it was, yeah, it was a great event. 
You know, I have been asked, was it passing the torch for me? You know, Dominic stepped up and did all the announcing, and and it was great. I don't know. Uh, I'm not going anywhere soon, I'll say that. Uh, this program is near and dear to my heart, and I do want to stay involved in it, and I will. But I am confident now, after seeing how the crew did this weekend, that Dominic and the rest of the team um, can do a great job, whether I'm there or not. So that, I feel good about that. I do want to say thanks to our sponsors and corporate partners, uh, Onyx, Vortex, Wet Mutt, Bone Clone, all stepped up with prize stuff, and that really added to our event. Very much appreciate that. Yukonuba, our official performance dog nutrition partner, uh, Cody Knowles attended this event this weekend, and they had a great presence. Everybody very much appreciates their support. And also Dogtra, our official GPS collar partner, well represented with GPS dog collars as prizes. And it just makes for a better event for all of us. So with that, I think we're going to let you listen to some input from uh, customers that were there this weekend, participants, people that place, people that won awards. You're going to want, you're going to really enjoy this, this part of the segment. Hey, Todd Kellum here at the 2023 Shed Dog Nationals, and I have Ryan Melton with me this morning for a quick word. Hey, how you doing? How is the Nationals treating you so far? Uh, it's going good so far. So you have two dogs entered? Yes, this I do. Year? Got a champion dog and a working dog. Tell us a little bit about both of those dogs. So my champion dog, uh, ESD2, Melton's Chase and Tail Sexy Rexy, Hall of Fame. I earned his Hall of Fame this past I was season to ask you if he did yep so congratulations on that thank you and uh, i got a working dog uh, delta dawn she's uh about 10 month old doing good okay now where are those what uh, as far as bloodlines or kennels where do those dogs come from so rex is out of scuba steve and norm henderson's dog jersey so those are two names that everybody in the sport should know, yep. recognize. And then Delta Dawn is out of uh, one of Norm Henderson's dogs, Drake, and Ronnie Gambrell's dog, Susie, out of Kentucky. Okay, there you go. So they have shed dog hierarchy in their pedigree. And yes, they do. Carrying on. Those, uh, yeah, that's great. Um, so one of the interesting things to talk about you uh, with it would be uh, a Judge of the Year nomination. Yes, I was a... Nominated this past season. For well, it was neat of the year. to have all those guys up there last night at the banquet. And yes. then our overall judge of the year winner was and Ryan Melton. Yes, thank you. <laughs> appreciate it. No, we appreciate all the we, – we tried to touch on it last night. You guys give up a lot um, of your weekends to be at events, and judges are a, a crucial part of the success of those events. Uh, we really appreciate the fact that you're out there promoting the program. Well, I appreciate it. I judged uh, 46 events this last year, <laughs> and that's a that's a lot of miles on the feet. <laughs> that is a lot of miles. Oh, that's that's excellent. What would you say uh, to people who are thinking about getting their judge's license? It's not a difficult process. No, it's just pretty easy. Just fill out the paperwork, send it in. You get approved for it, then you can go to an event and shadow and the judge will sign off on it for you. And I think it's important, especially with our new clubs, um, you need to have licensed judges in your ranks um, just for emergencies. Uh, you got situations where they need a substitute judge uh, just for a dog or two. Yep. If you got your dog running. Um, you got situations where people can't make it after they've committed maybe, and you need to have some judges in your club. Yes, yes, definitely. Uh I don't like asking people to come to my event to judge because I know they drive a long ways, but it it makes it, it gives you a neutral judge, and then you, you feel better about it yourself. And, uh, and, and by design, this program, you know, our rules are pretty basic, you'd have to say. Yes. You know, as far as the rest of my programs at UKC. So by design, it's pretty simple. Um, you know, I think it's uh, you you shadow a judge for a day or two, and, and there's any, I think, most people on this grounds could judge an event, don't you? Yes. Yep. Start out as a planner. You'll you'll learn a lot that's right a good, there. Yeah, that's a good that's a good point. And there that's someone we don't recognize enough as our shed planner. No, we don't. Not at all. We're lucky this weekend here we have the Sesser Sportsman's Club. They're they have a youth program. 
I think they got 57 kids in that club. That's it's, amazing. And they have done, uh, they've done a great job. Every judge I've talked to this weekend said that they, their, their kids have done a great job planting. So yeah, volunteer at your local club, get out there and, um, start by planting. It'll get you involved, more involved in the trial, a behind the scene part of it. And you can learn from that. And then, yeah, step up into judges when you're ready. And as I always think of it too, is it, it makes me a better handler because I, I watch what other people do and you learn so much from it. That's a good point. And that's also why we have, if, if you have a judging assignment, you can run your dog that day. Yes. We allow judges to do that, but you have to run your dog first. That's correct. And the reason for that is because like you just touched on, you get to watch all those dogs during the day. You can kind of see how a course is playing out. You know, it would be an advantage if the judge was able to run last. So that's why we do it that way. And I don't know, it seems like the system works pretty good. Works good in any event I've been at. So can we count on you to uh, help us here at the Nationals one of these years? I, I would be more than pleased to do it. All right. Well, good luck. I know you still got both dogs to run today. You got times to work with on both of them? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yep. <laughs> yeah. All right. So they're still playing out here at the at the national championship and we're going to let Ryan go. He's got two dogs to run, but congratulations on your judge of the year. Thank you. Appreciate it. Okay. I have caught up with Gideon and Danielle Fuchs representing Kansas shed dogs. How's your weekend going? Oh, not too bad, Todd. Thanks for having us on here. I don't think you've missed one yet. Have you? No. Uh, we, little we... Oakley. She hasn't missed one yet. She wasn't born yet on the uh, the first one back in 19, um, but she's been at every one since. And I think that's where we met. In fact, uh, I hadn't even met you yet and already had you lined up to judge at the first one. <laughs> yeah, that's a fact. Yeah, that was a surprising phone call. But uh, yeah, judged at the 2019 one when it was in Ohio. Yep. It was good. I'll never forget. Uh, I see this couple walk up and I thought, oh, man, he's younger than I thought he was. <laughs> But now we're all getting older. That we are. <laughs> hey, we've had a good weekend though. Um, talk about the dogs you're running this weekend and how things have how things went for you. Yeah, you know, I think this event has run very smoothly. Uh, so credit to you guys and the UKC team. Um, we've been done pretty early in the morning. Had plenty of time in the afternoon, so that's been good. Um, and we brought three dogs uh, this year: Sadie, Caliber, and Boone. I ran Sadie and Boone. And we're right in the mix with Sadie uh, until his last run. Um, she had a really good time yesterday. Um, and then uh, not so good today. But that's kind of how, how it goes at a dog sport. It does happen. And I know, Danielle, I saw your run with Caliber the first day. It was great. Yeah, we had a really good run to kick it off. was really happy with that. And then we had two really consistent runs after that in about the, the three-minute range. So that's right where we wanted to be, probably. Well, not good enough to quite hit the podium, but towards the top of the pack, you gotta we take were happy. Them. you yep. got to take those times. Yep, we're happy right? with the consistency. <laughs> Talk for just a minute, if you will, about, I know you guys wild shed hunt a lot, and how, does that prepare a dog for nationals, or do you do more course type work when you're trying to prepare for a big event like this? I'd say it's a mix. Every single antler we get our dog on is going to help, and we love getting them on wild sheds. I think training-wise that that helps so much. But there's definitely a difference between going out and walking for miles versus the competition and the fast and the, the three-minute times. Yes. So uh, coming up to an event like this, we're definitely prepping differently to get them prepared for the short race. Yeah, I always wondered that whether or not you set up courses with actual boundaries and get your dogs used to that. Yeah, you know, and we kind of talk to people like asking about wild shed hunting versus trials, and we kind of explain it like it's a marathon training versus a sprint training. So like these trials, you're training for a 100-meter dash where uh, when you're walking five, six, seven miles in a day, yeah. that, that's more of a marathon. So uh, they are different. I mean, you're, the object's still the same, but there's a big difference for sure. And I've seen where older dogs may get test sour at times and if you can get them back out and hunt wild sheds doesn't that put a little more pep in their step do you think uh you know uh sometimes or, uh, or give them a new attitude a better attitude about it yeah i guess i haven't seen uh that necessarily i've seen 
like our dogs, they're getting older now, but we've had to deal with more like young pups in trials and then go out wild shed hunting and like burn out really quick. Okay. So like I've seen more of that aspect, I guess. Okay. Um, but yeah, uh, they're definitely different, definitely different training techniques leading into both. Yes. The other thing I want to talk about is uh, this program is a little bit unique in that we try to recognize throughout the year people in different categories um, through our elite awards, which is presented by Bone Clone. And one of the categories that I really enjoy is our ambassador of the year, we call it. And that's where clubs around the country can write in and nominate individuals from their area that they feel do the most for the sport. That could be in several different ways, but it's called ambassador of the year. And Hey, congratulations. You were a nominee for ambassador of the year. Thank you very much, Todd. That, that was truly an honor. Um, you know, we love the sport, so we do talk about it a lot. We go to different shows, we've given seminars, uh, and done things like that. And like, I don't mean, not to win you guys award by any means. a lot of new people. Yeah, we try to. And we're, we're, we are very welcomed into the sport. So when we started, like, people were very friendly. I feel like if you get a dog to shed hunt, like, you do it because you love shed hunting. Try trials, it's because you love working your dog. And then you stay in trials because it's such a welcoming community. We are welcomed, and we try and do that for anyone getting into the sport. Uh, try and help them along and get them involved. Well, you, you look around here this weekend and look at the families. I mean, here you are with, with your two little girls, and I know that's an effort for both of you. Yeah, you can probably hear one snoring <laughs> in the God background here. Yo, I don't know how you do it. <laughs> but yeah, look at the families that are here, and, the, and it's just, uh, it's got a great feel. It does. I feel like that's uh, newer, too. When we first got started, we were definitely the younger category. Um, there wasn't as many young families, so it's it's cool to see, and it's uh it's such a family environment. Like we just passed our daughter off to someone that lives yeah. 12 hours away from us because <laughs> yeah. they're that friendly and uh, get along that well. Yeah. So it's truly something special. It's been one of the, it's been one of the better, one of the better weekends. Let's, um, the other thing I want to talk about, touch on briefly is you guys are new onto the podcast scene, or I should say relatively new. How, what got, what was the motivation to get that going and how's, how is it, how's it doing? You know, we're having fun with it. It is something, like Gideon talked about before with Ambassador, we love we love just telling people about the sport and helping people along the way. That's been a passion for us throughout this whole thing. So this was just a new way to reach a broader audience and having a lot of fun with it. We are definitely still newbies. Yeah. <laughs> definitely still figuring <laughs> myself, it out as we myself go. Myself included. Yeah, but it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's going well. So how do people find the well, – here's one of my other questions. Are there other um, uh, predominantly shed dog podcasts that are dedicated to the sport of shed dogs Very besides limited. yours? There's um, – I mean, not necessarily to the trial side of things, but there's like a trainer that has a bunch of podcasts on training. Oh. Uh, but be shed dog and bird dog or – I mean – uh, like a broad training yeah, uh, yeah. podcast where he answers questions there. But so like, Kansas Shed Dogs is blazing the way here with the <laughs> Shed Dog Shed Dog. I, I don't know about that, but we're having fun talking <laughs> about it. It's, it's great. So tell people how to find you. Uh, you can find us on any uh, major po- podcast network. So Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Oh, I'm leaving some out. Google Podcast, uh, any of the big ones, uh, we should be there. So just search Kansas Shed Dogs and give us a listen. Yep. All right. Well, thanks for being here. I'm sure we'll see you next year and keep on doing a good job you're doing. Awesome. Thank you very much, Todd. Alan, we both had Daltra Pathfinder 2s now for a little while. What do you think about yours? I'm liking mine. One of the things I had the opportunity to now download a map of an area where I did not have service, and I've used it there, and it has worked flawlessly. I love it. Yeah, I love the crystal clear maps. I love that I never lose reception on my dog's collars anymore. Highly recommended by me as well. Dogtra Pathfinder 2, the official GPS collar of UKC. Okay, I'm here with my buddy, Zach Meadows. How's everything going for you today, Zach? Pretty good. And tell us where you're from and how old you are. 
I'm from Gilmer County, West Virginia, and I'm 13 years old. That's right. And whether you know it or not, you've been one of my biggest helpers at this Shed Dog Nationals over the years, and I really appreciate I appreciate you're always willing to pitch in and help with the work that needs to be done. Are you enjoying yourself so far? Yes, I am. I think it's one of our better nationals, wouldn't you? You've been to, you've been to most of them now. Yeah. Courses are good, and we got lucky and dodged a little bit of a bullet on the weather. Yes, we did. So you've always had pretty good luck at the nationals. I remember two years ago, um, you placed a dog in the working division, and that was good. You were the only youth to do that. And last year, you were one of the top four in our youth division. So you earned um, earned a, a finalist placement there. Do you remember what place you were out of the four? I think it was third. Yeah. So that was good. And the other thing I remember about last year is, do you remember one of your prizes was a $100 Cabela gift card? Yes. And what did you tell me you were going to use your $100 Cabela's for? Do you remember that? Was it fishing supplies? <laughs> yeah, it was fishing bait. So that's the first thing I had to ask you this this weekend is, have you been doing any fishing this, this year yet? Not yet. Too busy getting ready for the Shed Nationals? Yep. So what dog are you running this weekend? Tell us about her. I'm running Tannis, and he's a black lab. Okay. How old? Uh, three, maybe. Okay. And are you running him in working division and in youth? or Just, just... the working division. Okay, just working. How have your runs been going? Have you got some good times to work with? Well, one of them was pretty good, and the other one we didn't do so good. No? Do you still have one to come yet today? Yes. Okay, well, we're going to wish you luck. You are on a, you're on a lucky streak here at the Shed Dog Nationals, so hopefully you'll have a smoking time today and be back up there and picking up a ribbon or a, a trophy this afternoon. Hope we'll so. see. We'll see you back here next year? Yes, sir. All right. Thank you, Zach. Okay, this is Todd, and I'm here with Jackie Stevenson from the great state of Texas. Now, that is a haul. It is. And I, I think um, if we did have an award for the furthest traveled, I don't know of anybody that's further than, than you are this weekend. Do you? Uh, well, there's a, a, a young family from Canada that there came is. down, yep. so I don't know. Maybe I'm further. I'm not sure. There is, yeah. So this is going to be an interesting one because Jackie has a dog named Tika. She's going to tell us a little bit about. And this dog has so many titles in front of her name that Dominic and I are like, oh, my gosh, when it comes time to read that dog's name off. So tell us a little bit about Tika before you go into the titles, how old she is, where you, where she come from. Uh, Tika is three and a half. And uh, she is out of my male and female, who are actually both out of Share Car Kennels in Michigan. And the breed is? A Belgian Malinois. That's right. So this, uh, let's go through Tika's titles a little bit. She is, she is certainly accomplished at United Kennel Club uh, in our dog sports division. She is. Um, off. All three of my, my mouths are well-titled. Her daddy has about double what she's got. But <laughs> um, she is um, finished with her master interior for um, nose work. That's nose work, yeah. Yes. Uh, she has several dock jumping titles. She has her um, precision coursing title, uh, several working shed dog titles. Yep. She um, has her uh, handler discrimination advanced title. She is an altered grand champion. <laughs> and um, we just have a lot of fun. I enjoy working my dogs so much. Ah, that's that, I love to hear that. So is she the only one of your dogs that you've done shed with? Or did you do it with her sire? Or I've done it with all of them. Her mother is um, just res got her... Uh, champion shed dog and um, has 75 points extra towards her grand champion. Okay, all right. And her daddy uh, loves that he's getting older, so I watch his the terrain that I put him on. Right. Uh, but but he loves it. So yes. Very versatile dogs. Absolutely. I, I mean, it's uh, they're not for everybody, we, but uh, I wouldn't have anything else. So. Yeah, that's interesting. So Tika's other claim to fame this weekend is. Uh, we had our lead awards banquet last night, 
she was nominated in the category of Working Shed Dog of the Year. Yes. And we can say now that she went on to win Working Shed Dog of the Year. She did, so, and I have goosebumps right now <laughs> just thinking that, about it. I know. I was so happy for you. So how many how many events do you figure you guys had to pull last year to, to be— do you have any idea? How many I, miles did you put on that truck? Um, <laughs> to my husband's chagrin, Minnie, uh, we did two trips going through Michigan, looping back down through Illinois, and then uh, did we you, went to did Premier. Did you handle her at all those events, or did you yes. have help handling oh, No, I, I do it all, yes. Okay. And then uh, we went to Premier, and after that, we did another shed hunt in Michigan, and Came back through Illinois. So, okay. Uh, yeah, that was that was a heck of an effort, and we're we're proud. And I know Bone Clone is, is proud of our working shed dog team of the year. So congratulations yes. on that. Thank you. And we can tell um, our listener base if anybody's interested in the sport of shed hunting in Texas, can we direct them to you? You certainly may. It's growing. It is. Well, it is. Really they can growing. always look up our our club. Facebook page and uh, contact me that way or on, on Facebook. Are you still seeing new people getting involved all the time out there? Yes. Our last trial was held uh, the last weekend in February, and it was the, the highest entry number that we've had. It was only our third shed hunt yeah. event, but uh, a lot of new faces, and uh, everybody has now, fun I'm in all breeds. Being in the South like that, you must have a time frame coming up here in the summer where you guys can't run. Can you run trials in the summer? Because of snakes? Because the, the snakes and the, the heat is yeah. can so, be really hard so on dogs. So you do have a down some downtime out there, but we do. But yeah, if you're interest if you're hearing this and interested in getting involved in the sport and you're out there in the Texas, Oklahoma area, look up Jackie and their group. They'll be glad to help you get started. So, Absolutely. Well, good luck today. Thank you. We'll, um we'll see you back here next year, I'm assuming. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> yes. I'll bring more Texans with there me. There you go. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, I'm here with Rusty Henderson, and glad to have you and Norm at the Nationals this year. How's everything going all right so far? It's going great. We're glad to be here. So we've got Norm busy out on courses all weekend. He's volunteered to judge for us, and we certainly appreciate that. But I want to talk to um, Rusty today. Your guys' club, Buckridge Antler Dogs, was nominated this year in the category of Club of the Year. Yes. And then we know, because we had the banquet last night, that you guys did, in fact, win Club of the Year, so congratulations on that. Thank you very much. And uh, what do you what do you think? Um, what what goes into these clubs that were nominated? So you you start to see uh, that event has a different feel to it. What is it? What is it that you guys try to build into that event? That people that brings people back and in, in the entry numbers that you have. We just try to build um, consistency with our courses, um, our judges. And we're very fortunate. We have a village of people behind us that help us. Um, a lot of people volunteer to help us judge. We Norm and I can't do it on our own. That's so right. it's um we definitely have a lot of close friends that help us and um anybody's willing to volunteer to judge, plant, help with the food, help with, you know, anything that they can. Yeah. Get you get out of it what you put into it, right? I mean, you make an extra effort on let's all those items, courses, food. People appreciate it, and that's when they come back. Right. And you brought up something interesting. So we don't have, um, in order to establish a shed dog club, we don't have to have a set number of members, you know, to form a, a club per se. But if you, you know, it does take a lot of people and support. You aren't going to do it by yourself. No, we're definitely, Norm and I could not do it by ourselves. We're very fortunate to have a lot of good help. Yep, good running grounds. Um, and yeah. we're centrally located. You are centrally located. Yeah. And we can say, where is that? It's uh, We're in uh, Indiana. Yeah. Southwest Indiana. Yeah. So, and one of the closer clubs here to the Nationals, actually, I, I believe. Right. About a two and a half hour drive for us. Yeah. So, how is your, I know with Norm judging, you're running dogs this weekend. How's that working out? It's going okay. <laughs> I probably could have did a better job Friday, but it's good. How many are, how many are you running? Three. Yeah, that's yeah, a, three champion. So, but it, it's been fun. It's been a learning experience. Um, well, you kind of had to pick up the load, right? I mean, you probably wouldn't have been running all those dogs if Norm wasn't judging. No, 
No, I wouldn't have. I wanted to run too, but that's okay. <laughs> um, do you have anything to work with time-wise for to match up with your run today? We'll see. Yeah. Maybe one. We'll yeah. see. Well, we got a beautiful day, and um, go out there and, and tear it up. We certainly appreciate all you guys do for the sport. Thank you. Thank you. We we appreciate your support, and especially <clears throat> with the youth. Um, that's a big thing that Amy, Aaron, Jen and Amanda are involved in, and yeah, we're and grateful you're right, for. You're right in the middle of that group, and you guys. I was telling people yesterday that the raffles and the auctions that you do for the scholarship fund adds a lot to this event. It does. We're very fortunate that all the clubs support us. Um, even the people buying raffle tickets, you see a lot of the same people at several events, and everybody's got their wallet out. Every event, they're buying raffle tickets, and they're donating. They're donating right. auction items and. It's got a lot of support. It has a ton of support. I mean, the five of us obviously couldn't do it on our own either. We couldn't do it without everybody's support. So, but and it's fun. It get, it adds another level to the banquet last night. That's really fun. People bid trying to outbid each other on all those things. Yeah. And it's fun. Maybe yeah. next year we'll do a live auction. It might get a little yeah. more interesting. <laughs> there you go. All right. Well, thank you very much. Good luck today. Thank you. Bye. I'm here with Kelly Curtis. How is your Nationals? Is it off to a good start? Nationals is off to a very good start. I'm quite happy with my boy. Yeah, so I'm happy with the weather. We we kind of dodged a bullet. The, our forecast was not good, and we have gotten all our runs in, and so, yeah, we can be thankful for that, huh? Yes, we can. I'm glad it wasn't a downpour. Right. Uh, where are you from, Kelly? I'm from Reese, Michigan. Okay, and tell us a little bit about your dog, Monty. My dog, Monty, so when he was about mm, a year and a half old, he was traumatized. And then I had a hard time with obedience. So I found this person, Jen Marinick. She had iron paws. He was her, she was his last hope. Uh-huh. And she took him, and she made me a new dog again. Yep. So she turned me on to shed on She goes, hey, here's how we can meet other dogs and people. We should try this thing called shed hunting. I'm like, he's a border collie. <laughs> he loved it. Yeah. Yeah. He loved it. I knew, or at least when we were going, when setting this program up, I thought it wouldn't be long till some border collies showed up and, and did well. There's some good it, ones out and there. And it seems to be fit. It seems to be mm -hmm. made for those dogs. It is. He does really good and with they're it. They're smart. They're active. They're fast. Yep. They're, they have a great work ethic. I know a couple other people have border collies, and I'm surprised they're not here, but they're they're going to give him a run for his money. Yeah. Yeah. So Monty's made quite a name for himself. Everybody in the sport knows him now. Um, last night we had our Elite Awards banquet, which is a program sponsored by Bone Clone. And Monty was nominated in the category of non-retriever dog of the year. Yes. Which I love that. Pro I love that category. It's a... Uh, you know, the, obviously these events are dominated entry-wise by the Labrador Retrievers. Yes. Um, and the Labs and the Goldens and the Chessies are all have a lot of, you know, they're very similar. So in order to give the whole rest of the dog breeds um, something to shoot for, we come up with non-retriever category. And it, it people love it. Yes. Yes. And I didn't expect him to go for it this year. And all of a sudden he just started, we started a team. So it's like total teamwork. It was yeah. like a switch that went off. I was like, whoa, what's happening here? And off we went. Yeah. So I probably forgot to mention, but he was our non-retriever dog of the year last year as well. Yes. So to follow that up, non-retriever dog of the year, two years in a row. And in the process, earned his Hall of Fame title yes. this year. So yes, he's our first, as far as I know, he's our first non-retriever um, carrying the Hall of Fame title. Yep. That's what they told me. Yep. So... Well, you still have, uh, is he still up today? You still have to run him? Yeah, he's, he's the last dog to run on the field. Okay. And fields scare is that me. A, is that a, uh, a plus or? He likes fields. I hate fields. So <laughs> I'm just going to let him do his thing. <laughs> is that how yeah. it's easiest to yeah. handle him, get him up to the gate, see yep. where he's looking? Yep, and just let him go. Yeah. Because yep. well, he'll run way to the end and bring me back. I just got to figure out where he got it from. Yeah. And all of a sudden, here he comes. I'm like, oh, no, where'd he get that? But <laughs> he'll, uh, he'll carry you. He, he will. will. He, he carries me a lot. That's so neat. Well, listen, we wish you the best of luck today and um, very proud of your accomplishments and your support of the program. All right. Thank you so much. Right. I appreciate it.
So I'm joined here with uh, Jen Marinich. Jen is the owner and handler of this year's Dog of the Year winner. That is uh, Iron Paws Little Irish Miracle, right? Yep. Uh, tell me a little bit about what titles does, uh, it's Rudy, right? Yep. What titles does Rudy have? Oh, Rudy has, he's only one pass short of a seasoned HRC title. He's got rally titles and um, I think he's got a junior hunter. That's about it. Yeah. <laughs> He's got more, but I can't recall right now. What kind of uh, shed dog titles does he have? Um, I, be- I believe he's got an ESD4 and now the dog of the year. Mm-hmm. He has a Hall of Fame too, right? Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep, he's got that. Can't leave that out of there. When did he earn that? He earned that this past spring. Oh, cool. Was that, uh, that was in this season too? Yeah. Cool. Yep. So, um. You know, when when did you guys decide to go for Dog of the Year? Like, was it off uh, the bat last season? No, not really. Actually, we um, intended just to try to finish some elites and Hall of Fames on dogs, and then um, people kind of went nuts when we went to Idaho, <laughs> thinking that's what we were doing. So then we were like, hey, might as well, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, we have we didn't have this podcast last year, and so we didn't get to sit down with the last year's winner or, or ask any of those questions. So, you know what? Um, what's your advice to people that that um, might not know about Dog of the Year that might be interested in going for it? Um, you know, do you have any advice for them, or you know, did you have a game plan in mind, or did you just kind of go out there? Not really. Um, we just kind of just. Said, oh, I guess we got a chance. Let's go for it. And uh, I guess the advice would be to do the same and just don't take yourself too seriously and just have fun with it. Yeah. Um. What's one of your most memorable runs within this past season? Oh, or, it is him, right? Yeah, him. Probably a recent one at Canine Fanciers when we went out and. Just everything went perfect, and he ran like a minute and a half time. And, you know, sometimes you just have that run where everything just clicks. You take the perfect path, and you never even have to walk through your blank, and that's it. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I was talking to a couple of the judges here for, for the National, and they talk about, you know, you, you just see some of those dogs get those runs. It's just kind of a perfect storm, and yeah. and it lines up for them. Uh, what was his best time? Was that his best time he's ever run? or? Yeah, his best time's around a minute and 30 seconds somewhere in there that's pretty awesome to think of any dog covering a football field size area (laughs) in the woods and finding uh finding and retrieving five antlers in a minute and a half i feel like i couldn't even walk from one end to the other in woods in a minute and a half yeah no kidding but somehow you do (laughs) well um you know is there is there anything else you'd, you'd like to say any anything any special thanks or or anything Oh, special thanks to my husband, Bill, for obviously supporting this crazy, all the travel and stuff and mm-hmm. and doing that. And all my friends that also, you know, went to a lot of the events with us and stuff and just made it fun. Sure, sure. Well, I appreciate you taking the time here at Nationals to sit down and, and talk to us about Rudy and about your Dog of the Year uh, campaign and look forward to to seeing you guys next season seeing you at nationals and wish you all the best of luck next year with uh, dog of the year yep thank you i'm joined here now with uh ryan melton ryan had the first place working shed dog at this year's national ryan tell me a little bit about uh about that dog well delta dawn she's a uh, be 11 month old next month uh just been working with her working on consistency uh, she's a lab out of uh, a dog owned by Norm Henderson, his male dog and female dog uh, out of Ronnie Gambrel out of Kentucky. Wow, that's awesome to to come in first under a year. That's that's quite the accomplishment for a young dog, isn't it? Yes, yep. We've just been pushing hard and consistency paid off finally. Yeah. What are your plans next year? I, I'm probably going to move her up to champion and give it a run. Yeah, I say that is the next move for the, when you come in first at the national. Yes, yep. <laughs> that kind of sets the tone, doesn't it? It does. You got any uh, big events you guys are looking forward to next year? Uh, just probably won't travel as much as we did this last year, but just stay close to home and 
do as good as we can. Awesome. Um, now tell me, uh, was there any point during this event that you're like, okay, it's in the bag. Not, not, I know everyone's looking at their times and so they might've had an idea, but just watching her run, was it like the first run you're like, oh, it, it's, she's rolling. So her first run the first day, I thought, oh, that's a good run. We went in the second day. She blew me out of the water. And, of course, you know, and then nerves kick in all night long. And then I'm two from the bottom to run from the – so I'm sitting there all day looking at everybody's times, and that's when your nerves really kick in. And we went out on the course, and she gave me all she had, and it it worked out. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, what was her best time this weekend? Uh, would have been yesterday. Been a one twenty nine. Wow, under a minute and a half yep. to cover what a football field sized area and fine sheds. Yep, and that was in the the open cornfield. Mm. You know that that field definitely challenged a lot of dogs in working. They they struggled a little bit with the standing corn. They didn't want to break through it, and so that ate a little bit of their time. Didn't yes, it? yeah, it did. Did she struggle with that at all? No, uh, the mud was her biggest biggest problem, but she bailed through it. Yeah. You know, we were really fortunate to uh, the first day to beat the rain. And then that second day, the, the world was kind of a soupy mess. And, you know, we happened to dry out a little bit the third day. Tell me a little bit about like some of the conditions and some of the things you noticed while you were out there running. I noticed that when I was standing in the holding blind today that you had really good wind. You walk up to the gate and it was like the wind gods left us. It was it was nothing left. <laughs> well, doesn't seem like that stopped her too no, much, did it? No, but thank goodness. Yeah. Well, uh, is there, you know, any, any advice you'd give to somebody new to the sport or somebody with a young dog looking to get into the sport, being that you found some great success in working? If you're looking to get into the sport and you got a young pup, start it out as a game with them, make it fun, make it interesting, work it up to a challenge on them. And that, them dogs can do amazing things. Yeah, that's for sure. You got any big uh, wild shed hunting plans? I got one next weekend, and I'm sure I'll throw a few more in there before. The- oh, awesome! We uh, well, are you taking your your uh, you first bet. place? Yep. yep. Well, you'll have to keep us posted with uh, how many wild sheds she ends up finding. All right, we'll do it. Well, thank you, Ryan. I appreciate you sitting down with us, and congratulations again. Thank you. I'm joined here now with just about the entire Selby family. You know they uh. Seems like they breed winners over here. They had a fantastic showing at the Shed Dog National Championship. They had uh, first and second in the champion class. They also had the winning youth handler, who just happens to also be the youth handler of the year with our Elite Awards. So I have the pleasure of sitting down and speaking with them. I'm going to ask Cody first, you know, what got him into this sport and you know, kind of what led him to where he is today. Yeah, so we always grew up wild shed hunting, um, decided we wanted to get a dog and get into that a little deeper. Um, and then we found, come across Jason McPherson and and then Ryan Waterman both, and, and they really turned us on to the sport. Um, and then as, as Shlen will probably allude to, one of our, our dogs that Shlen and Holly, or Shlen and Emma both run is, is Holly, which is out of one of his dogs. And, um, the fellowship and the friendship is really, really what has us here. We're super excited. It's a family-friendly atmosphere that we can all all compete and, and have fun together in the sport. Yeah, awesome. And uh, Shalyn, who's the better uh, who's the better handler? Well, it's obvious. It's me. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I think we all do pretty good. I think probably it'd probably be Emma. She doesn't take any slack from those dogs. Uh, <laughs> she does really well handling her dog as probably better than most of us do. Speaking of Emma, tell us a little bit of what your favorite parts of the Elite Shed Dog series is and and getting to run these events. Uh, whenever I run. You just love getting to run? Yeah. Have you met any friends doing the sport? Yeah. Who are some of your friends that also handle dogs? Uh, there's a lot. Oh yeah. Well, do you have a favorite dog out of all the dogs you guys have? Holly. Holly's your favorite? Yeah. You guys just seem to get along together well, huh? Yeah. Well, congratulations on uh, being our fastest youth handler this week, and also congratulations on being the youth handler of the year. That's awesome. Uh-huh. 
Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. All right, so Shalyn, tell us a little bit about your experience in the Shed Dog program and and some of your favorite parts of it. Uh, my favorite parts is probably, like Cody had said, just all the friendships we've made. I love how family-friendly it is that we can take all the kiddos and they can all have join in on the fun and Do you guys have any big plans for uh, this shed season or maybe uh, the shed dog season coming up? You got any big travel plans, any certain events you're looking forward to, anything like that? Um, Nothing big in particular. We have, uh, we're expecting our, our fourth child, so we're going to slow down for a little bit, but um, I'm super excited about that. Um, you know, God blessed us there, so I'm I'm looking forward to, to spending time with the new baby and then and then maybe coming back next spring and, and get back into it right before wild shed season. Wow, that's awesome. Congratulations, you guys. Um, and for those of you who don't know, along with Emma, they also have Quincy. And you have another little boy, Henry. And so they have one more on the way. So that means there's a potential in a few years here for them to sweep the entire youth category when it comes to the Shed Dog Nationals, doesn't it? <laughs> that would be pretty neat. <laughs> <laughs> Well, congratulations to you guys also, and special shout out to uh, Quincy as well. He did fantastic in our Elite Series for uh, Youth Handler as well. Him and Emma were, were trading back and forth between first and second all year long. You know, these, these young kids are definitely dedicated to the sport, and they're becoming fan, fine, fine handlers, and, you know, they're the future of it. So congratulations to the Selby family. It's a pleasure to see you guys run dogs. I appreciate you guys taking some time to sit down with us and Look forward to seeing you all next year. Yes, thank you. Yep, sounds great. Thanks, Dominic. Thanks for listening to the UKC Hunting Ops podcast. Be sure to give us a follow wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss out on new episodes.